0: everybody, this is Townsend. Thank you so much for tuning in. The goal of this podcast is to cover a vast variety of topics regarding mental health, struggles, share people's stories, and hopefully remind you that you're not alone. I hope you enjoy. Uh, Tonight, we're gonna chat with Amy Kuntz from Nexus Coffee, so excited. We're gonna wait for her to log in real quick. We had to push it back just a little bit, so sorry about that. They had a little work meeting. We had to push it back to seven 30, but we are just about to get on and chat with her. We're going to talk about being a female business owner as well as surviving a pandemic, which wild. I don't know how she did it. There you go. How are you?
1: Can you hear me? Okay. Oh,
0: I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. You look
1: amazing. Hi. Girl, stop it. Stop it, girl we
0: doing? I'm good. How are you?
1: We are so great. Thank you everybody. We had our actually Nexus which we'll get to share and talk about team meeting move to tonight.
0: Like I think Nexus, I've met so many people through your shop. I don't even live in town. You're like an hour away from me. So I when I come through town, I stop in as often as I can and every time I'm there I meet somebody that is just so friendly and I love it so much. It's like a family there.
1: Yeah, it is. And you're a part of that. I mean, what it takes is not only, and we've learned so much from this team dynamic of how to invest in our team and find the right people. It just takes time. And we're finally, in these past few months, able to kind of build this village. And, you know, our community's been with us since the beginning. And you've been part of that. I mean, I, you know, it, it's, it takes a village. And if anything, it's it's the way people feel when they walk in a space that matters most. And it's how you make them feel, not necessarily what you gave them. It's how you make them feel.
0: Oh, that, absolutely.
1: That carries, you know, and you get, I mean, you do that through your music, especially, and through what you do. And I just feel like that's that's really what people are really looking for. and um, And it has to be authentic. And they feel that. And that's why yes. they'll,
0: they'll show up again. Oh, absolutely. And I will say you are the most genuine person I have met. I walk in the door. You know everybody's name. You're ready to rock and roll. And then when you're not there, you're there. <laughs> and he knows everybody. I just love it. It's a family.
1: Uh,
0: um, but oh, so- you're the best. I love it. It, They're so cute. Amy, I'm so excited. We had to push it back a little bit for everybody that's logging on, but thank you for sticking with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So where are you from? What's your age? What got you into all of this? Let's start there.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you Townsend for having me on. You know, we love you here. We're big Townsend fans at Nexus for all the reasons, but thank you for letting me pop on here tonight and share a little bit about our story and my story of where we are and where we've been. I'm, I'm a Little Rock native and I love Arkansas and I love central Arkansas a lot, living here now and um, really like being a part of this community. Um, I grew up more out west side of town. I went to a private school. I went to PA actually, graduated with the class of 90 people. And to say that I had a bubble growing up is the best way to put it, I did. And when I went to college, I did the whole sorority thing. I went up to Fayetteville and I continued to get to know people, but I did kind of stay in this bubble. And God does this thing where, when he takes you out in the real world as an adult, he planted me in the heart of downtown to start a business. And my bubble was completely popped (laughs) In, in the best way. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I landed back here literally in the the heartbeat of our city and in the middle of diversity. And that is where my eyes have been open the past four going on five years now um, to just meet people from different backgrounds and walks of life and skin colors and belief systems and still love them and accept them and listen to people. And, um, I've just learned so much myself. I met my husband here four summers ago. We've been married for over two years. We have a, a rescue Walker coon Hound pup. I know Townsend knows all about her. Yeah. And, um, she is our baby girl. She's our dog child. And we, we have a home that we're just loving and, and painting and making our own over in Midtown, about 10 minutes from downtown. And, my husband's a MedPeds resident, and I'm super proud of that man. He's a good old country boy that just has a heart to love people, and he's crazy smart. And um, I'm honored to call him my partner and be married into that family. They're such great people. Um, and then we, you know, we opened Nexus and, and we're so, so honored. It's It's been a journey. I know we'll share more. And um, we go to New Life Downtown, and just get to love on people through ministry and just through business and it's i call it ministry it's a form of just serving people
0: I, and really I was gonna say i feel like nexus is kind of a ministry in itself
1: yeah it really is townsend i mean that's something that i've come to find is this this whole idea of being a light in the dark and you know light diminishes darkness and what does that actually mean to live that out you know on days even when it's hard to and having a space that make people feel like they can be a part of that and go do that themselves. And um, so we're so grateful. It's um, been four summers. We're starting our fifth year now and a team of 10 people. So that's really a little bit about me. And I love to cook and I love, um, I'm a homebody at heart. Um, We're big beach people. So we love Mm -hmm. the sand and we love the warm weather. Um, I've always been a bit of a beach baby and um, my both my parents, my parents are remarried, they're separated and remarried. And so I've got a bit of a blended family on my side, which, you know, has been a journey in and of itself. But I feel like I've learned so much from that. It's part of my testimony to share yes. with others. It's so common, you know, and um, I love my parents deeply. And um, my dad, Owns the business with me, and him and his wife, Kim, help so much. They were with us at our team meeting tonight. Um, So that's a little bit about me.
0: Yeah. Now, your dad's Mateo, right? Mateo.
1: Yeah. Townsend yeah. already knows. That's his Girl. I see race. him all the
0: time. See him all the time. Uh, Swiffering,
1: cleaning, talking to people.
0: He's just like, mm-hmm, I did whatever Amy told me to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, here.
1: excuse me, the AC is broken and the toilet needs scrubbed. <laughs> And he's like, I
0: got you. I got you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. For people that don't know, so you've owned this business, you said going on five summers. So what is your age?
1: So I'm 28.
0: Ooh, your baby. Um, So you started five years ago. So 23. Have you owned a business before this or is this your first venture?
1: First venture. Okay. Um, So
0: 23, baby
1: crazy
0: y'all. Yes that is wild. I still was having trouble like picking out my outfits at 23. I don't
1: know and you know I I still have trouble with that okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So where what what made you first get the idea to start your own business to be a business owner?
1: Oh goodness. Um, You know really for me it was this was before I met my husband, Reed. Reed, you just joined. Hi, babe. So glad to have you. Um, before I met him um, in 2016, um, I was at a, a time in my life, My that summer, my mom and dad sent me down and said that we were selling the house that we grew up in and they were separating. Um, I was in a really long, not healthy relationship for like seven years, y'all crazy. And that he was like, nope. And I was like, okay, so cold turkey there. And uh, my job was so toxic and unhealthy that I lost my identity. I lost who I was, my confidence bottomed out. So all to say guys, I was in a, a, a dark place and um, I, I wasn't feeling like myself. And um, that fall of 2016, I was sitting across the table from my dad and I wrote some ideas out on a napkin about what it would mean to have a space to gather people. Really, the why was about community. I had no clue it would be a coffee shop. Um, I got a degree in hospitality, so I always loved hosting events and bringing people together. I was always the party planner and wanted to host the Christmas parties every year. Um, and I really love to celebrate people. Like, I just feel like that's what I'm good at. There's a lot of things I'm not good at, but I do like to make people feel celebrated. And so, um, we wrote these ideas out and that following year of 2017, I put my, my notice in, um, my two weeks in, if you will, everybody said I was crazy 23 at the time. Um, and I was. Uh, but you guys, we just have to have God-sized dreams. Life is so, as cheesy as it sounds, it's short. And if we're not finding something that we love, then, you know, to me, it's just not a life worth living. And so I just kinda did the jump and got a minority small business loan and I threw a local bank and all my savings. And um, we opened up Nexus that following July.
0: Wow, so what made you choose coffee? Why the coffee world?
1: You know, I don't know if Townsend, you did this like in college or high school or I would hang out at like local coffee shops up in Fayetteville. I, if any of y'all have heard of like Mama Carmen's or our Segas and um, I just loved the idea of like hanging out on a couch and there was local art around me and live music. And I'd study with my friends and just grabbed a little cup of coffee and just really enjoyed the idea of like gathering together in these like local shops up in Fayetteville and so that was sort of when we were writing these ideas on a napkin my dad and i was like he said are you talking about like a restaurant and uh is that kind of what you're wanting to do you know and i said no not not that it's a lot of overhead and a lot of (laughs) that's a lot going on but what about like a coffee house where you know people could kind of hang out and he said all right i like that idea he said well let's pray about it and we stand to that day in history and said we'll we'll see how it goes. And he was a big, big believer. You know, my family all really believed in it. So that helped me a lot. Um, Taking that step, you know, that, that leap of courage is, it's scary. Um, You know, it really is. And it, it took a lot of time for me to write a business plan and gather resources from the internet and go and meet people. I, I, I interview people, I talk to other restauranteurs and small business owners and coffee shop owners and ask them questions, you know, like Townsend sitting down talking to me. I just I just had a cup of coffee with them and I learned so much about, you know, what it's like to have your own business and create an environment in a space. And we just had this one little side back in 2017, you know, and we opened up our doors that summer, I had no clue what I was doing hired a bunch of gals my age um and just we ran for it and it was a lot of mistakes and a lot of learning the past four years um and it's really taken us to where we are now you learn I've learned more about myself than I ever thought I would um and it's not always the shiny things you know that people see oh you know you must have it gosh, you seem like you have it so easy. Gosh, a coffee shop would be so fun. You make it look fun. And I say, yeah, I mean, we we love what we do. Don't get me wrong, but it is worth. And a coffee mm-hmm. shop's a business at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. you are still leading people and you are in charge and you have a lot of responsibility and weight. And it's, you know, it's tough work, but it is uh, so much reward. I mean, I always say with great work comes great reward. And I feel like that's something we are living out. And I just want to encourage people to know that, like if you're in a a strange season and you want to start something or you're in that dream or you're in that journey, just stick with it. We are finally seeing the light and I'm finally seeing now what this is all about. It just took some time to get there, you know, and really step back. And now we're like, have our feet and our legs and we're moving.
0: And we're walking around,
1: and we were just little babies and crawling around for so long, kind of blind there. And now I feel like we have direction, and we have this these goals, and we have this this vision now that we just we didn't really have at the at the beginning, just trying to figure it out. You know, absolutely,
0: I love it. I love it. The best part about that, hearing you say, you know, uh, we see the light. But the crazy part is, I remember back when you had just that little area it's like a tiny area coming in there and from day one I feel like Nexus has kind of been that light for other people so it's cool to hear you say y'all are seeing the light now because like I said I feel like day one when I came in as a brand new shop everybody was welcome with open arms and it's like y'all remember people's names the second time I came in y'all know who I was you know just cool <laughs> um okay so kind of like you said Work is work at the end of the day. Just like people think playing music, like, oh, you play music's got to be easy. I love it, but easy is far from the word that I would use for it, kind of like coffee, coffee making. So being a business owner at 23, your baby, not only that, but being a female, so kind of in a man-driven world, what would you say has been the biggest obstacle you faced as a female young business owner?
1: Ooh, yeah, that's really good. Anything that you do, people, there will be people to root you on and cheerlead you and encourage you, but there will be people who are going to doubt you and tell you that you're not old enough, not wise enough, not skilled enough, and as a woman, sometimes we might hear that more often. Or it might affect our confidence and our self-esteem in a different way because we are, we are feelers and we're, you know, emotionally driven, which I think is the beautiful thing about women, you know, but I also know that for me, a lot of it was my age. And so in these business meetings that I go to, I like to stay true to who I am. So I'm wearing my coffee clothes. When I first started, I felt so intimidated, especially with these men in these suits. And I'm at this table at these, you know, meetings for local business owners or uh, decision makers in the community, or you know, city council meetings. And I like to be a part of those meetings. That I felt almost like I had to change my outfit uh, before I went into the room. And so, as soon as I realized I need to be authentically myself, so my confidence can come from the inside out. And I made that switch a couple years in, and that really helped me as a woman business owner and at my age, especially um, to walk into a space and feel confident and feel authentic to who I was. Just simply by, you know, wearing what I, I wear at the shop when you see me and presenting myself like that in the public. And you can still have, you know, you can still carry. Um, leadership and you can still carry a sense of pride in who you are simply just by being authentic I had a hard time with that on the front end almost like I had to look the part versus being who I was and then accepting myself so others would as well yeah so that was really important for me
0: I think you always look precious
1: oh girl
0: you always got like the cutest little hair accessory with your little apron. (laughs) <laughs> you do look business, yeah, you do look business and you look like coffee shop, coffee shop business. it fits like that. Do you feel like there are more challenges being a female as compared to
1: like a male business owner? You know, yeah, I, I think there just are kind of still by nature sort of in the um, kind of the DNA of how business has been for so long. But I also feel really encouraged. I feel like women are breaking an entrepreneur entrepreneur women are breaking a lot of barriers um and it's so encouraging and it's exciting i'm seeing more of that happening and a lot of wins and successes and barriers being broken than not but it has i feel like it's a lot of women that's paved the way for us in the past decade so that we can break these barriers more easily um so you know we are standing on each other's shoulders in that way like a good kind of way we're building off of each other Um, something I would just encourage, uh, women to that men, um, and just knowing this being married to one kind of have a natural confidence that they carry about them, um, versus women, sometimes women, because we are more in tune with our emotions. is a great thing that we may, um, find ourselves having to deal with more insecurities. And so being able to recognize that, speak truth to it and let that leave you, let that thought escape your mind before it even manifests and walk in a room with confidence. Look somebody in the eye, you know, and, and make that eye contact and be proud and speak with confidence and boldness. It's okay if you're more of like a light, you know, if you speak lightly or if you're more of a soft spoken person, you can still carry confidence with your body language and who you are. And so to me, it's almost about what you carry in a room. When you walk into your room, when someone comes into your space, what are you giving off? And giving off confidence is really important for us women to to focus on. So, there definitely have been challenges with that. Um, and I would also say, being able to, you know, as a woman, share with each other what we're going through and talk about an issue or a concern or a comment that was made or said that you're not comfortable with, address those issues, talk about that with other other women, talk about that with men that are supportive. Um, you know, my husband's so supportive of me, you know, as a strong woman, you know, and, and that's really important for, for us to have those conversations together so he can help me with that language and he can help me with that confidence. Keeping, you know, staying true to that and, and remembering that is so, so important, especially in our 20s. Um, I think we get stronger and bolder in our 30s and 40s and so on, but how can we like redefine that in our 20s? I often hear my friends that are in their 30s or women, mentor women in their 40s say, man, I just didn't find my confidence till I was 35. Well, how can we find that at 25? You know, what does that mean to find it early so you can build on that? And uh, that's just my personal experience that I'm really working towards. And I just want to share with other women my age so we can encourage each other in that. I love it so much.
0: Actually, uh, somebody that I've done a live stream with before, about a month ago, Breed Pair just logged on. She owns Only Human, uh, which is a huge female-owned business. Uh, I'm all about female business owners, all about girl power. So I love hearing your perspective of that, especially being confident. You know, just putting on. Yeah. You have it. Show it off. Yeah. Right. Go confident don't let people run over you uh, yes, so we, yes. we kind of talked about this in the beginning you were talking about when you started this business you came from kind of a dark place things had kind of gotten swept out from underneath you how about the pandemic so I cannot imagine you know affected musicians um, no. so, but I can't imagine having like a brick-and-mortar building there going through a pandemic where people aren't coming in You're trying to get people to support locals. So how did that, I know it affected business, but how did it affect your mental health as far as being the the head honcho? You're expected to run this thing. You're 20 something years old. So how did that affect you all together?
1: You know, um, and Townsend, I know you can relate to this because it impacted all of us overnight. And I can remember it was actually Friday, March 13th. It was Friday the 13th, good Lord, in March. Well, that fits. And that fits. Yeah, that fits. It's fitting. We were supposed to have a community art night. It's called Second Friday Art Night. I know Townsend knows about it. it happens here in Little Rock, um, or, um, around the River Market, and it nobody showed up. It's normally hundreds of people. It literally crickets. And it was such an eerie thing. I can remember going to bed that night, watching the news, talking with my husband and friends, like, what is this? And a lot of us thought it would be a couple weeks and then we'd be kind of back at it in April. It was sort of like help with the curve sort of thing. And that Saturday is normally bumping and buzzing. And we were hitting records in January, February, and boom, it just went, I mean, it went to nothing. It was a ghost town, a uh, downtown and, and y'all, it, it was scary. I remember, honestly, Townsend, those first two weeks, um, it was it was a bit of confusion, but I remember feeling a lot of anxiety, just not knowing what to do. And I remember it was about for a couple of weeks, I just let myself walk through the emotions. If I needed to have tears come out, tears came out. If I needed to um, externally process, I did. If I had questions, if I needed just to be quiet and sit, I let myself just walk through these emotions. And then April one rolled around. And I remember I was like, you know what? We gotta get to the drawing board. I'm like, we got a team of, at the time it was about eight people and we had to do our best to keep a majority of them. So we're gonna have to figure out a game plan. And we literally went to the drawing board for a week. Our doors were closed. We were doing curbside and delivery and we changed our model. We started, creating all over again. We redefined who we were as a as a business. I had to redefine who I was as a business leader. I still made mistakes. I still had anxiety. I still dealt with, you know, the um, get in the shower and have yourself a good old-fashioned cry. Uh, I had those nights. I definitely yeah. did, guys. I Email. Can't, yeah, I can't sugarcoat it and just say, oh, it was great. We figured it out. It was hard. And and it's still strange time, guys, but it's through this hardship and through points of pain that I feel like some of the best growth happens. I am 100% a better teammate, business leader, a servant leader, friend, wife, partner than I have ever been because of what we have, have gone through, what we've gone through. I absolutely, it forced me to slow down and reprioritize. It forced me to uh, we still have some of our core. Unfortunately, we weren't able to keep everybody, but we were able to keep a core. And now we have 10 going on, 11 and 12 people this fall. So we are rebuilding. And I was able to figure out who we were all over again. And I re- we redefined Nexus. We kind of are going through this rebranding process. We added on these new projects um, all stemmed out of this past year. So as hard as it was, I do feel like, um, there was a lot of good that came out of it, a lot of growth, um, that was sort of like this pressing and redefining growth. That's the really hard work and the really underbelly that I don't always like to see about myself. Um, so we took things out that weren't working and we replaced them with things that would, and we carry those systems and we still have them. And it's, 2021 going towards the end of the summer, you know, and so we're carrying out these new systems and, um, we, the last three months have been record months. I mean, even in the weirdness we're still going through, it's because we created this new way of being as a business. So I, I will say we are, I am a better person for it as hard as it was.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was so challenging for everyone. But that I would have to say the same thing. So I was actually during that time period in healthcare and doing music. And so to say it was stressful would be not good enough. Like that doesn't even come close to expressing it. But I do feel like music wise and healthcare wise, I ended up doing that part time and focusing on music more. But it took that to yeah. really show me like, what are we here for? Yeah. Right. It really kind of redefined and it gave me time to sit down, sit still, yeah, hear things out. Like what, like you said, life right. is work. What are we doing? So it was actually a huge blessing. It was yeah. frightening because I'm so used to running, which I'm sure you are too.
1: Yeah. And so yeah. it, made, running at it a like, of you, pace, you know,
0: yeah, girl, set you down on your butt and made you think about things. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of that, I know being a business owner, uh, especially for myself, I am constantly checking emails, messages. I've got multiple different like email accounts, all these different things for you. You're always on call. So how do you prioritize self-care? Like you were talking about having a good cry in the shower and following what your body told you, but how do you keep that up?
1: Yeah, that's, That is so important and you really, and that was something I wasn't good at at the beginning. I would say the first couple years really was not something I prioritize. And because of everything we've gone through this last year, I was forced to prioritize it. And I am so thankful for it because I feel like a new person prioritizing, you know, self-care and quality time with the people you love, your, your friends that encourage you and speak into you and your family that you need to, you know, be with, as we know, every day is precious. I mean, we know that, especially from this last year. I mean, what we've seen happen to loved ones is, is so hard. And so that is very valuable because that's a form of self-care. I literally build it in, in my schedule. And because, you know, at the beginning, you're just, in the ground running you're grinding it out when you can start working on your business instead of in your business or on your dream instead of in your dream you can build a village around you so hiring people who could fill in those gaps delegating has been so helpful and for me it was just looking at my schedule and blocking off time nexus starting january of this year we decided to have sundays a day of rest so we closed on sundays which was a big deal for us because it was a busy day but that revenue was all moved to Saturdays and so we we're actually beating our numbers from that from 6 days to 7 days and so that was really an an incredible thing for us to have a day of rest for our team i just kind of knew that that's what we needed and we've been like blessed because of that it's one of those things where you know it was the right thing to do and i just listened to that and that was that's been huge for us to have like a day of rest as a team you know if if you're a church-going person, you know, I am, and, and read we. that's really what we love to me, going and like worshiping and praying and being in a body of, of believers was really something I didn't get to do consistently, and um, now getting to do that really has replenished me. Or just people to pour into you, whatever that looks like for you, you know, I encourage you find those people. And then also like self-care is in, you know, going on a run, prioritizing a a walk with your dog, uh, prioritizing going to get a pedicure or a massage or, you know, a journaling, uh, just blocking off time has been so important. So I take a day during the week, like right now I'm off on Tuesdays and I catch up around the house or go visit, you know, family or work on a creative project or go, to a flea market. I love to shop around vintage markets and find odds and ends. And my creative side, you know, that's that's very self care for me. So blocking it off is is something I would say, and then um and then having people around you that can be life giving. Um, you know, having a circle of people that can be life giving. You are who you the five people you're around the most are is defines who you are. I believe in that and um you know your people i've got such a great group of girls um you know we're some of us are scattered but when we get together whenever that is whether it's two of my high school best friends or my group my college group our little five five group or a, a group i met in adulthood called the turtle shell group those girls are life-giving to me and i need them on times when i feel like i'm, I'm low low fuel and to me, that quality time is a love language of mine, and it is self care. Yes. Um, so that's that's been really good. Um, for I love me. that. What's your yeah. what, you, what works for you, Townsend?
0: Ooh, self care. Like so, yeah, this is something um, I la- I have to. People have to tell me to slow down. Yeah. So I know being this about you. Owner, yeah. So being a business owner, um, doing music and these, these live streams, you're passionate about it. And so you get stuck in it, you know? So it's kind of like, we feel good because I'm getting things done. So I have to have people remind me to stop, like put my phone away because I get stuck on it, checking emails and constantly messaging. So for me, every morning I get up, I try to drink my coffee. When it's not 200 degrees outside, I'll sit outside (laughs) and read a devotional and just kind of set my morning off on the right foot. And it may not be very long. It may be 20 minutes, but for me... That 20 minutes is crucial. Yes. Like just, just getting your mindset right.
1: I love that Townsend. I'm, yeah. I really would like to have a better morning routine. I feel like it's so inconsistent and it's dependent on what I need done that day. But having like a, like a, almost a quiet time or a reflection time. I have heard that some of the most successful uh, people, the most productive people start their day every day with like even a 10, 20 minute quiet time. Of sorts, and yes. uh, so that's great that you. Yeah. Well, that. mine
0: is mine is more like coffee before talkie. Ah. so it's
1: more like uh,
0: you're not gonna get a very like I'm happy. Just give me like ten minutes to like wake <laughs> up a bit because if you catch yes. me in that, bit, it's gonna be a very quiet conversation. Um, <laughs> so it. it's crucial for everyone yeah. else. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's something. Yeah, that's something I'm working on and continue to work on every day. Yeah. I was. Awful, yes. awful. I was too. Yeah, and that was something that like reality just just kind of slapped me in the face because of necessity. Mm-hmm. You had to slow down, and like yeah. I said, I had to sit in the stillness, and you have to feel it, and just figure out like, okay, what do I want to do.
1: Yeah, it's hard though sometimes to sit, to sit in the stillness like us when we find, I do find a lot of my worth and the things that I do in, in my schedule and the yeah. fulfillment and the achievements and the purpose and, and, you know, but I, I have come to find that I am a better, I'm a better friend, partner, teammate, leader when I prioritize self-care.
0: Excellent. And that's what, like, yeah, it's like you get your passion, like these live streams love doing them. I'm passionate about it. I love spreading hope and the messages I get after each one of these like fuel me. So I'm like, Oh, yeah. I want to do more. And I want to talk more and I want to learn and research, but I have to remind myself like, that's not self-care. It feels yes. good, but in the end, it's still burning the candle at both ends.
1: Right. I know. Yes. Like setting aside those awesome projects and dreams and actually yep. like nourishing the mind, body, spirit. Yeah.
0: Yes hard to do um also right, speaking of business um you've got a local business in there called rock city outfitters yes are yeah, you i've recommend? got their shirt on yeah, yeah absolutely i was thinking about it i was like oh yeah i got this shirt from them yeah great companies so, so going kind of their are fancy taking a turn but still talking about the pandemic what are some pointers you would have like for small businesses that you represent in your building or the ones that have sponsored or the ones tuning in. What are some of your pointers for ones that are struggling to keep their doors open during the pandemic? Cause I personally know several that have had to shut their doors.
1: I, yeah. I do too Townsend and it, that hurt, that hurts me cause that was somebody's mm-hmm. dream and not to say that it can't come back in a different way. And I absolutely believe that it will for them um if if you are struggling i would say go back to your why that is something i can't believe i haven't said that yet that's like my motto is like start you know start with why like remember your why i have a shirt that literally says remember your why like wake up and what is why are you getting out of bed and if you can have a why there's a japanese term called ikigai, and it's when your why your your purpose Your calling for example is combined with something that can um, give back to the community it can make you money it can provide a sustainable way of living and um, it can um, be able to be like a part of your giftings together if you combine those three four things into one it's like this perfect fulfillment of life right or perfect as in finding fulfillment And so if you think back to your why and you're struggling as a small business owner, just go back to those values. Um, I always say, think about what the needs are in the community and how can you fill it, right? Like what's missing? What's something people are asking for, talking about or wanting? How can you reprioritize and fit into that with still living out your purpose and creating a a living pay, like a sustainable pay, whether it's a solo team or a team of 20 people, um, you know, whatever that looks like for you, um, kind of step back and, and go back to square one, go back to your foundational values and roots of what your why is and build off of that of what the community needs, combine them together and you can create a revenue stream through that. I think most people struggle with the revenue part, like how do I scale my business? And that was something I remember struggling with for a little bit. And for me it was I I like listened to people. I was like, what is it that we're needing? And what is it people are looking for? And people were looking for, you know, a venue space. So I was like, well, what if we did a larger performance stage? People were looking for local shopping downtown. What if we added 12 local vendors and supported 12 other small businesses in Arkansas? Uh, people were saying, "What we, we need more seating. It's kind of cramped in Nexus." Okay, well, what if we had more seating and created more revenue streams? What if we started building a roastery and roasted coffee and cut our costs in half and supported six farms across the world? So it was all these things of not only what our why was, but how can how can we fit the needs of the community? So wrap that all together, and, and what I would say is just go back to square one. Redefine those values in your wine. See what the community needs, and if you can create a revenue model from that with multiple revenue streams, we can't just pay our bills. And I can't pay a team of ten people with benefits making uh, coffee all day. I just can't. Lattes aren't going to pay for all that. Okay, but but <laughs> okay. you no. Know, but what was it? What what did it was? How can we be multi purposeful? And so it was combine it with an event space. Combine it with You know, uh, selling retail, combine it with, you know, adding these experiences, these workshops, these partnerships, like Rolling Hills is on with us right now. Like, how can we create an experience that has multiple arms? So whatever your business model is, think beyond just that one thing of what the needs are. And also know that I'm I'm here in Townsend, like we're here to support you because we're figuring it out, but we want you to succeed. So ask for help. Because I always do. I still am figuring
0: it out. Oh, absolutely. I feel like till the day we go, we're going to be figuring it out. Asking questions. That's right, girl. That's what you got to do. And that, again, that's kinda why I started these live streams. People need to yeah. ask open up because yeah. we feel like, oh, that's a dark time. I don't want to talk about it. I want to cover it up with a smile. And what we need is to talk about it, to share it, to let yeah. people know, hey, you're not alone. There's several business owners that were in a dark place at one time, and
1: now they're thriving yes. and striving.
0: Yeah, exactly. sharing our story. What's the point of having one if we're not
1: going to share it, right? Ooh, she said it. Yeah. She said it. Come right on. From the back. From the back. <laughs> Come on. She said it. You're That's so right. right. You are yeah. so spot on. And you live that out, Townsend. And it's also, if we're not <clears throat> growing, then what is, what is life about? I'm not going to say we're not going to, we're going to deal with pain and, and hardship. And it might sit, feel like it set you back, but there's growth in that. I mean, that's a testimony. That's a story to share. It's, in, it's impactful to others when we share, you know, at our own rate, of course, in our, in our own way. But it, it is about growth. Yeah, it's about absolutely. growth
0: absolutely i love it so much so what would your advice be let's say other 20 something year olds are like you know what i've been wanting to start a business what would your advice for them be so one go back to the why i guess would be a great
1: yeah yeah go back to the why i would say write that out like write it down write your why out and and your i deal like a dream like whatever that business dream would be or whatever that would look like if you're getting started um, Simon Sinek is one of my favorite authors and entrepreneurs. He wrote the book, Find Your Why. And then he even has a workbook called, well, um, Start With Why and Find Your Why. So the book is Start With Why, the workbook is Find Your Why, and you literally write out your goals, your mission, your dreams, how to make it happen, how to put it into motion, and using people like him as a resource to get you started is really valuable. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's and it's going to take for me it took some capital like it really did and so i partnered with arvis bank and they had a women minority small business women program and i got a sba loan that gave me a, like a cash injection for ff and for working capital i did trainings i did a couple online trainings and in person business trainings I, I took a couple courses online i went to the innovation hub in the tech park and i met people and attended seminars there's going to be work. And it took me, you know, almost a year to really like learn and listen and write this out. But that moment's going to happen where you actually start putting it into motion. And it it just takes a village. It takes mentors, having a financial mentor, a business mentor, a spiritual mentor, whatever that looks like for you, like get your mentors in place if you have a dream, because they can help you put that in motion. Yeah. That is awesome. I love it
0: so much. Yeah, having somebody, like I said, a core group of people that support you, having your mentors, like somebody to pour into you while you're pouring out, like, is so important. And yes. I, we got one more question that I want to ask. And I actually had a few people ask us, and it's not as serious, but I'm kind of curious. What is your favorite thing on the next menu? Like, if people oh. were to come in, what is the owner's favorite thing?
1: I get asked that a lot, and it's a great question. Uh, You know what, y'all, if you want to know what I drink on every morning, I'm kind of a plain Jane. I love our, whatever we have on house roast, and it's typically something Central South American. Like right now we have a Guatemalan coffee, and I will put a little bit of cream, or if I'm being healthy, I'll put some oat milk in it. And that, a little splash, and that is, and I put it in my mug, and I pick my favorite mug for the day, and I put it in there. That is my personal right. That's my personal favorite because I can I taste it. the coffee. And um, if if I'm being bougie, then I'm gonna go for the honey lavender latte.
0: Ooh, that
1: sounds fancy. With oat milk.
0: Oh, girl, you're so healthy. You are so healthy. I'm
1: not healthy, but I just <laughs> like the taste of oat milk. <laughs> Nona Cookie. <laughs> I know, but then there's Nona who's baking, yeah. right? And so Bang I'm it. always tasting her stuff.
0: I love it so much. That's awesome. I'm the same way. I'm simple. I like my coffee black. I want to be able to taste it. I might put a splash of something in it, but I like to smell. I love the smell of coffee. Something about it just gets the day started.
1: Yeah, just holding it.
0: Yeah, something about it. It's just that perfect little day starter. Um, Okay, I want to say one more time because I don't think you can hear it enough. I love Nexus. I love y'all's mission, your purpose. Every time, literally, Amy, every time I come in, I am greeted with open arms. I've come in a few times and I come home talking about it uh, to all my friends. I've come in a few times and there have been I'm all over Little Rock playing gigs, things like that, and there are people that are turned away at the door because of how they look, or maybe they're homeless, anything like that, and Nexus welcomes them with open arms. I have been a handful of times where there have been a homeless person inside, and people greet them with love. People yeah. buy them coffee, people buy yeah. them food offer them like chats I sat down and had the best talk with one of the guys that was just passing through town on a bus and it was just I don't know there's something about the environment there like you said y'all are spreading the light and I love that it's finally coming back around to where you can see it but it's fantastic mm-hmm. it gives me that energy every time that I come
1: down and get to stop in so thank you for all that uh, you guys do Townsend thank you well you're a part of that I always say We are who, uh, we're an extension of who our customers are, you know, I mean, if we're giving that off, like we have to get that right back from our customers to create any type of environment like this. And I absolutely believe in that. Every person at the door is welcomed here. You know, our goal is always to keep people feeling safe. But at the end of the day, everyone's welcome. No one gets turned away at the door ever. That's really important for us. Like, You come on in and we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? And that is, that's so valuable. Yeah. And I've seen
0: it. Yeah. You preach it, but you always practice it. So that means a ton, especially being able to see that myself. I've witnessed it, like I said, more than a handful of times. And I leave just feeling so much better knowing their business owners truly as genuine as Nexus is. So thank you for that. Thank you for all you're doing. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We are so cute. Amy, uh, we could be a powerhouse. Shoo. Shoo. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm glad you were able to pop on, even if it was a little bit later. I'm sorry you had a
1: long night. No, thank you so much for everything. You are incredible. You really are. You're an incredible person and friend and talent, and we're lucky have you in our
0: Oh, thank you so much. That means so much. Well, I hope y'all have an awesome evening. Go home to Reed, Dr. Reed, and that sweet puppy of yours. Tell them I said hello. I will.
1: Townsend, All right. Y'all have best. a good one. Bye, guys. Thank y'all.
0: If you enjoyed this conversation and are interested in becoming a sponsor, feel free to shoot me an email at townsendtmusic at hotmail.com or shoot me a message on any social media platform at Music for more information. I would love for you to become a member to help spread awareness that you're not alone. If you're looking to buy or sell, I have the perfect realty company for you. Clark & Co Realty is located in the Benton, Bryant, Arkansas area. They understand that buying or selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's a life-changing experience. That's why their team of highly seasoned real estate professionals is dedicated to providing exceptional, personalized services for all their clients. They truly take great pride in the relationships they build, and they always work relentlessly on the client's behalf to help them achieve their perfect real estate goals. They always have the client in mind, and I can speak firsthand when I say how reliable, trustworthy, and quick they were. When I was looking to buy my first home, they were there with me every step of the way, answering every question I could think of. They showed me a great amount of knowledge and patience through the process. It's no wonder they've won so many awards for their outstanding services and their excellent relationships with clients. So if you're looking to buy or sell, there is no better option than Clark & Go Realty. Rolling Hills Pottery is a local ceramic studio based in Sherwood, Arkansas. The ceramic artist, Chris, teaches at the Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts and offers trainings you can find his beautiful work at Nexus Coffee and Creative and Bella Vita jewelry in Little Rock Arkansas he also books parties and private events so reach out to him for your next party Selena with impact coaching and consulting is a certified life coach who helps women find harmony with their faith family and career She offers a virtual goals workshop, mastermind group, and a one-on-one private coaching where she helps you identify your deepest purpose, develop a roadmap to reach tangible goals, and encourage you to overcome any obstacles along the way. Selena's worked with hundreds of business professionals throughout the United States, including small business owners, direct sales associates, chiropractors, financial advisors, real estate agents, doctors, professors, teachers, and many more. You can follow her at coach underscore Selena on Instagram and impact life coaching on Facebook. You'll love the encouragement and the practical tips for finding harmony in your unique life.